Welcome to Mock Footage. I really like movies. I do too, but I haven't seen too many. And that's why we're going to watch a bunch together. We'll make sure to keep it swear-free for Grandma. Definitely, and we will be talking about major plot details, so consider this your spoiler warning. Oh, I wonder what we're going to watch this week. Hello everyone, my name is Joseph Lenghua, and this week we're going to watch Ocean's Eleven. My name is Ray Hiroso, and I wonder if I can name all 11 of them, boys. Can you name every, uh, all of, one of the 11 oceans? We know, we know that there's the Pacific Ocean. What else? Frank. Frank Ocean. That's two. Uh, um, Atlantic. Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the, that the Mediterranean is not, uh, the, the Baltic is also not. Um, nope. So, are we at three or five? <laughs> We're at, not two, but okay. Oh, you have um, Pacific, Frank, and Atlantic. Right, and Not Joshi. Mediterranean and not Baltic. Yes, Joshi. Joshi Ocean. Yes. Uh, uh, John. John Ocean. Yes. Uh, there's Devin. There's another one above the Atlantic. Uh-huh. It's... Wow, I haven't looked at a map of the world because mm-hmm. it makes me really sad when I do that these days. Arctic. There we go. Yeah, Arctic Ocean. That's seven. Yeah, that's all. That's the seven great <laughs> oceans of the world. <laughs> Thank you for pulling the ripcord on that bit. Yeah. Um, Ray, can you tell me what happens in Ocean's Eleven? Because honestly, I can't really remember. I mean, I was we were teasing it there uh, at the beginning, naming all seven great oceans in the world. Uh, Ocean's Eleven is a, a heist movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a thriller heist featuring the 11 ocean, well, 10 ocean siblings and their father who are all in the heist industry and they're trying to... Uh, they're trying to uh, steal a... Uh, sorry, my brain is shutting down now. Goodbye, everybody. It's yeah. been good knowing you. I was going to say, you still have not filled out the roster. Is it seven oceans or there. is it 11? No, it's 11. We will get there. Okay, okay. okay. The 11 oceans are trying to heist a casino uh, in Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Um, so do you want me to, I mean, at the end of the movie is yes, they do it. Somehow they manage to do it without losing any of the oceans. Okay. None of them are captured. None of them are killed. It's very complicated. Do you want me to continue that thread or would you like me to start going through the different ocean siblings? Continue that thread, please. Okay. Um, so Atlantic City, they're trying to steal from a casino because... Big Papa Ocean, that's his name, uh, had a deal with one of the casino owners, and he decided to go back on that deal by stealing back a bunch of money from him. Mmm. Okay. So, he enlists <laughs> his children. Uh-huh. Uh, who are all heists. It's a, it's all, it, they're, they're disguised as a, a, a... I'm trying to think of a restaurant type. <laughs> Hold on. Bistro. A bistro. Thank you. They're disguised as a bistro. Yes, they're disguised as a bistro. I'm not really sure what a bistro is. 
personally. But mm-hmm. they're described, and I don't think they do either. They're just under the guise of a bistro. It's a family. Yeah, I really love that scene in the movie where they're like, they they do the Beastie Boys song, and they're like, "We're the Bistro Boys." Yeah, that was a good one. It was mm-hmm. really funny. Everybody joined in. That's the only musical number in this entire mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah. Yeah, they did make more. There was Ocean's 12. Where they got a new sibling. And then there was Baker's Dozen. Featuring Hilary Duff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're disguised as a bistro. Um, but, like... It's like a traveling bistro. I guess those aren't really a thing, right? This one is. This one is specifically. And they're going around. And so they they land <laughs> in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Big Pop explains the situation. There's like a 10 minute like backstory thing about how he was lovers with the casino owner. And like they had all this drama, but he left him all this money. And now he needs that money back. So they're going to go steal it. Mm-hmm. And the kids are just like, yeah, sure, it's that's fine, Dad. Anything for you, Pop. Big Papa. Mm-hmm. It's Big Papa. Anything for you, Big Papa. Thank you. <laughs> and the rest of the movie is just convoluted heist trickery, like mm-hmm. lock picking lock, and yeah. security who, analysis. Who plays the lock pick? Like the lock pick specialist, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, okay. Yes. All right. As Melanie Ocean. As Melanie Ocean. They call her Mello. Oh, that's nice. That does sound like a role that Sandra Bullock would play. (laughs) 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 Can you tell me can you tell me anything about Bernie Mac's role in this movie? He does a really great job as the casino owner, mm-hmm. former lover of Big Papa. Mm-hmm. It's there's still a spark there. It's like very subtle mm-hmm. in the nuances of his performance. I really appreciate that. Whenever they're on screen together, even in yeah. the flashbacks, like he's technically the villain of the movie, but like you, you never really are mad at him as the yeah, audience. Yeah, they member. never interact. Is mm-hmm. a thing. Like everything is in the past. Now it's just kind of. Trying to skirt around each other. Well, Big Papa trying to skirt around Bernie Max, you know, guards and the vault Mm. security and everything. Yep. And there's little, like, flashbacks of, like, the Big Papa knows where the guards are going to be because of how he played chess with with Bernie Max's character back in the day or whatever. Well, they used to heist together. Oh, oh, I see, I see. (laughs) So, So, Bernie Mac was a heistman and then... Went to being a casino owner. Yes. A heistee. Yes. From a lot of money. <laughs> right. That, that, that Big Papa gave him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you describe the EMP and how it was used in the movie? So, Kristen Bell, the other uh, Ocean sister, um, is a tech... What word do I want to use? A tech... Savant. Savant. Thank you. And creates an EMP that is very localized to just a room, right? Oh, okay. Uh, so she uses that. Uh, well, it was supposed to get used in the vault room, right? Mm-hmm. But they end up using it in the security room. It's really jarring, uh, this scene in the security room where all the screens just wipe yeah. and just go to static. It's really loud and not great to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. 
but that shuts that down, which is kind of throws a wrench in the situation because that means like security might find out something's yeah. wrong. And also now they don't have the EMP for the vault, but it all comes together, right? I mean, they make it work. Yeah. What's the body count in this movie like? Like the dead or how many people? How many people die? At least six. The guards, all of them, right? Yes. Does Bernie Mac die? No. Okay. Good answer. There's a subtle hint that he might be joining the crew in the next one. Yeah. But that's really that good was, answer. But that's when they were like in talks to figure out if there was going to be more and if anybody was coming back for Ocean's 12. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um i yeah again i don't really remember this movie super duper well oh here's one last thing there i remember there being i've I've seen this movie a few times and every time i remember that there's this there's like a big fake out right Mm -hmm. during the heist and then there's this like clever twist or whatever but i can never remember exactly what happens Uh, can you explain it to me so there's a (laughs) (laughs) so there's a whole Cirque du Soleil sequence right between (laughs) so we're doing Paul Blart Mall Cup 2 now oh no that was in there wasn't it (laughs) you've ruined yourself you can't talk anymore we're done with the first half of the episode what was your favorite line no no, I'm going back I'm going back I'm going back Ah! no you have to power through if you're going to do anything tell me about the Cirque du Soleil (laughs) number uh, do it it's not an actual Cirque du Soleil number but it's two of the brothers on like wires going around like in the air Okay. And it's trying to figure out who has one of the diamonds, right? Okay. Because they're passing it back and forth. And it turns out neither of them had it. Oh, that's right. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So it was like, it was a fake diamond. Yes. Like they got caught, but they got released like shortly after. And mm-hmm. it turns out neither of them had the, the diamond they needed. The, 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 the Bernie Mac needed. Right. The, he, he needed it. <laughs> he needed oh, my precious stone! That's what it's he says, cra- right? It's a crash band. Yeah, that's the quote. You got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go eat some popcorn and infiltrate this casino and uh, enjoy this movie together. Ray, we've just watched a heist movie. Whoa, what was taken from me? Whoa. Whoa. How do my you feel? time, my precious resources, my laughter, the sexual tension between every single boy in this movie. Especially George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Send in the Cloons. Send in the Cloons, that's right. It's time for some Clooney tunes. Uh, what's up, Doc? These are jokes I... that we made off m- <laughs> mic that made sense. <laughs> Well, in the movie. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. My apologies. Listeners, mothers, grandmothers, we can all agree that George Clooney is very hot. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see why it was one of the bigger heists movies. I also know it's a remake of an older movie, also I, known as Ocean's Eleven. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that's true, or I could be making that up. That sounds real. I'm going to check it. 
Can you check? Because I just had that piece of information. I just didn't know if it was true or not. Ocean's Eleven original is a 1960 American heist film. Oh. Did they do the same exact thing? Now we have to watch that. Don't spoil it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. We might want to check that out unless it's really bad and problematic. It might which be. Which it could be. It could be. Um, but for this one, Ocean's Eleven reprise. I... I liked it. Um, oh, dude. Oh. I'm looking at... Yeah. Sorry. I'm looking at the, the cast here. And you remember how there was that old guy who was like, Saul, Saul, Bloom. I'm pretty sure he, he was, was a dude from the original one. That makes sense. Yeah. Because he was also the last one to leave mm-hmm. in the final fountain shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was, movie was fine. It was a fun adventure. Uh, it had a bunch... You know, I've watched my fair share of heist movies, right? I've watched The Italian Job, mm-hmm. The Italian Job. Uh-huh. I've watched um, that show on... Jurassic um, Park? It, no, it's on. T- it was on TNT. It was a heist TV show. Oh. Was it called uh, The Heist, by chance? No, I, I desperately need to know what the show is called now. Hold on. Leverage. Leverage. Man, they really, they really just... They really just went for it when they were naming TV shows back then, huh? Uh-huh. I was super into leverage when I was younger. This is a fact that Joe doesn't know about no, me, actually. I don't know anything about the TV show Leverage. <laughs> it's a heist show. Um, that's it. So, like, the tropes were there, but it was still fun to see how they did the big heist exactly because they and tricked I think that, us too i right? think that yeah yeah i think that this movie does a really good job of that this is the fourth i think i can't remember time that i've watched this movie and <laughs> even now i'm struggling to remember what happens in it which i think is a perfect thing to have in a heist movie because i feel great and mm-hmm. i remember liking the movie but when I watch it again, eventually, it's going to be new for me again. In three years, you're going to be like, ah, oh, it's about time to revisit Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. on my footage, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe, what's this movie? What, how do you do plot synopses a heist movie? Um, okay, so the plot of the movie is that Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney, gets out of prison for... I don't know, being a criminal. And then he meets up with a couple of his old criminal buddies and they start to plan a heist to knock over three major casinos in Las Vegas that are all owned by one dingbat uh, named Terry Benedict. And uh, I'm trying, you know, like family friendly insults, you know, (laughs) he's a dingbat. Um, And... uh, there's there's like a romance subplot that isn't super important, but is honestly a little engaging. Uh, between George Clooney and Brad Pitt's character. <laughs> George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Um, and, and yeah, they, they pull it off. <laughs> they, they did. They, they did get that. a bunch of people together who all have special talents. We learn about their little special talents and their little personality quirks and they do the job and nobody gets hurt and nobody betrays anybody and then they go their separate ways and that's the movie and it's really cool <laughs> yeah that's the movie mm-hmm. um what's there to say is the thing because like i could bring up the fact that uh um i don't know let's see 
We could talk about that scene with Bernie Mac being fired. We could mm-hmm. talk about the scene where there's a, a small Chinese man and he doesn't speak English mm-hmm. and how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not great. Yeah. Um, and also has a very small part in the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Crucial, but not, like, undervalued, it seems. Uh, a little bit. Hopefully, if I ever watch Ocean's 12 sequel to Ocean's 11, I hope most of these characters are back and we get a little bit more from them. Yeah. It is, it is very, it is a very 2001 movie. And that is great in a lot of ways. And also a little, like, there's some stereotypes, y'all. Mm-hmm. There's some stereotypes. There's, I wonder if these characters are translated from the original now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, one thing that stuck out to me was how Sandra Bullock... Not Sandra Bullock. No, God. <laughs> not Sarah Jessica Parker either. One thing that stuck out to me was how Julia Roberts... Uh, talk to Danny Ocean. This was the love interest that got kind of... She got kind of left in the lurch when Danny got sent to prison. And so mm-hmm. she started a new new life Who ha- and it happened to be with this Terry Benedict guy. And, uh, and part of the whole reason that Danny's doing this is to win her back or whatever and it works. And... And, like, all of the points that she made about (laughs) him, like, disappearing from her life and her life falling apart and her having to start over from scratch, like, all those just kind of flutter out the window when Danny pulls the the job. And it's like... Three to six months is nothing compared to five years. Three to six months is nothing compared to five years. I just made a really weird face Mm -hmm. for everybody. (laughs) Uh, But Um, you were going to talk more about... um, about Bernie Mac and about the Amazing Yen. Oh, yeah. I just had a thought earlier about the Amazing Yen. Um, now that we know that there was an original movie, I wonder if a lot of these characters were translated from that yeah. movie. I'm wondering I'm how much of this is like, is, like, true to the original. I, I feel like it, it's, it feels like it's, like, really updated. Yeah. And... It feels like a lot of things were changed, but I don't know. It could be... Yeah, I don't know either. It was just something that came to my mind when I was thinking about stereotypes of Asians. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if there was a movie in the 60s, you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. Anyway. Anyway, you know, it's... It's, it's because the rest of the movie, like, is so smooth. Like, it... It, it's it's just a fun ride like that's that's all it is and and I, I genuinely think it is important that it doesn't have a twist ending where like there's a a betrayer nobody dies literally like not even any of the guards at the hotel no there is no bloodshed in this movie there is mm-hmm. no I respect that yeah there, there's no real hardship except for by the guy who's who owns all the money at the casino and he loses all told like a fifth of his money. And that's enough to pay all 11 of these con men more than $10 million. And they're all happy. They're all done if they want to be. And like, I don't, I don't have any qualms with that. (laughs) The, 
it's hard to talk about this movie because it's it's just a sequence of events, yeah. right? And most of it is sitting wondering if it's going to work or not. Yeah. And every sequence... How they, it's going to work. They tease it might not work, but yeah. it happens somehow. And, like, the, the mistakes happen. And the, 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 the professional thieves have to pick up the slack, right? Yeah. So... I don't know. It's just hard to talk about this movie <laughs> because of that. I mean, Although I am very happy that there was no betrayal because that always happens at some point. Somebody yeah. is always like a, a bad thief who's sided with the bad, the, 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 the pointed bad guy. Yeah. And decides to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. The, the guy who wanted a bigger share. So he, he killed one of the people in the crew. Yeah, whatever. Like or, it was or fine. Let them like, die. They all they did this without hurting anyone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, good job. Good job on this one. Hope you don't kill anyone in the second one. Yeah. And the third one. I, yeah, I don't and, I, I don't and the know. Eighth I one. I cannot speak to any of those movies. <laughs> I think I might have seen one of them, but I I genuinely don't remember. And that uh did I talk about this while we were recording already? I I don't what? know. This what? movie has a funny effect on my memory. I yes, you have, have. You did earlier. I, okay. The computer, sorry, to peel back the curtain here a little bit. The computer, like, crashed for a second. So, it's like, <laughs> there's a weird um, time lapse. And I, I don't know what's real. I think I that's part of the effect. Of, I might be boiling in this room, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. We're back to the hot, hot months. True. I had a thing and then I immediately forgot it. Um, okay. Oh, despite the fact that it was melting and we should probably get out of here in the next few minutes, I do want to somehow bring up that I did get a lot of plot points outside of heist time correct in this movie. Atlantic City was featured in this movie. Yeah, it casinos. was featured. Casinos mm-hmm. were featured in this movie. Yeah. There was stealing from a casino. There yeah. was no diamonds, but no. there were rocks. There were fake jewels, yes. Um, there was also the the wire act with two men. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. You're right. I don't know how I got that That's one. That's wild. <laughs> Specifically, I said two. And, I, and there were two brothers. Was, yeah, and there were also two brothers. Wow. And they were funny. Hey. You should hire me. Hey, everybody. My name is Ray. You can find me on Twitter at LRA13. You can hire me to write your heist audio fiction novel Ray, or your do you, screen. <laughs> do you want to write a movie? Really? Do you really no, want to do that? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> that is not my wheelhouse of things I can do. That is not my skill set. This podcast contradicts that. You can... But- Spin up some movie adjacent things. I can trope up some stuff. Minutes. Yeah. So there's this alien, right? And they have to save the alien, Ray. so they do an alien heist. But there's another bad alien who is morphing into Ray. a big alien queen. Ray. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite casino heist? A uh, little trickeroo that you saw in this movie. Ooh. Hmm. I like the tech guy having to go in and put in cameras. Okay. That's not like a a switcheroo, but I'm glad they showed that they had to physically do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
there was that's and, that's another thing that's so much fun about this movie there's like a lot of prep time and talking over the planning mm-hmm. but like it's still heisty like <laughs> they're, they're like like the, there's many heists that lead up to the big yeah. heist yeah i i said during the movie the the heist movies are always somebody's explaining a thing while they're doing it mm-hmm. and there's like three mini heists they have to do in order to get to the big heist yep and throughout all of that when it's just a small montage of people moving around sneakily somebody is talking and explaining what's going on yeah which is you know very nice for when i'm not paying attention for whatever reason for whatever reason i was eating i was (laughs) eating food i was sorry everybody i eat food when we watch movies sometimes okay it's ruined um who is your favorite guy fall guy (laughs) it's nothing um i don't know i just really like looking at george clooney i really i didn't like his character at all no danny ocean was kind of lame i i think i think rusty was was way more fun but I, i my favorite parts of the movie was when it was just danny and rusty and because like, of the sexual tension. Because because of the charisma, because of the bond. Like, okay. you can call it whatever you want. You want to call it sexual tension, <laughs> fine. Um, but because of their, their uh, yeah, their charisma. Their screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to use cool terms. Um, I actually really liked Matt Damon whenever he was dressed up and looked super nervous. Yeah. I vibed with that. <laughs> yeah. When he came in with that, like, that, like, official outfit or whatever with the glasses, uh-huh. I, I, he looks I almost so said, uncomfortable. I was like, Ray, watch out, look out, like, careful. <laughs> I, I, I found my character. As some it's Clark Matt Ken Damon vibes. pretending to be a nervous wreck. Yeah. <laughs> um,. All right, it, I, I like this movie, but Ray, I want to know if you do. Would you recommend Ocean's Eleven to to somebody, just to re- anybody on the street? <laughs> no, what? <laughs> anybody on the street? No. The thing is, is that I might recommend the franchise, but not this individual movie. And does that sound weird? It does because we haven't watched the other movies, and I don't know. If I know, good. but I feel like it's a collection. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> like, if you, if you want to watch this one, you have to watch the rest of them. Okay, well, I guess you're telling me that I have to watch the other two movies. Three movies? Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, hard they're... because I started 11. <laughs> it's like Doctor Who. You start at 11, and mm. then you go up, and then you go back to 8 at some point. Right. Because 7, 8, 9. Integers. Uh, I'm done. Um, thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode. You can find us on Twitter at MogFootage, and you can send an email to MogFootage at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for your feedback. And uh, thank you, Ray, for watching this movie with me. Thank you, Joe, for bearing with my sleepy time energy. Also, thank you to Ryan Chongo for the use of the song Hat of Serenity off of his album Hat Shop. Go listen to it. It's great. Also, thank you to Ross Gerson for the wonderful art. Also, go check out his art. It's really cool. It's really cool and cute and great. 
What was your favorite line from the movie, right? Uh, did he make you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> Does he make you laugh, Tess? Tess. I love, I love when Danny says, "Does he make you laugh, Tess?" And then Tess just goes, <laughs> <laughs> "All the time, Danny." <laughs> 